Welcome to Lou Marks The Spot, brought to you by yours truly, Lou Marks, bringing sanity and common sense back to America. Today we're going to talk about the promotion and incitement of violence by Democrats and liberals. The Democratic Party, the liberals, and the mainstream fake news media lie, are hypocritical, divisive, and, yes, violent. Donald Trump made this country safe, brought back millions of jobs, and improved health care, plus so much more for all Americans. The left is only interested in, in disrupting every policy he and his administration made and destroying America, using half-truths and outright lies, division and violence. The liberals have lost sight of helping America become a stronger and more prosperous country. There is now a video circulating that shows Democratic leaders, liberal pundits, cheering and condoning violence against political opponents, and Hollywood stars cheerleading violence against political opponents as well, as America has seen unrest and chaos erupt in major cities. Democratic leaders and their allies in the media cheered on the violent left every step of the way, accompanying the video made by conservative website Calvin Poole. It kicked off with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, the Democrat from California, Speaker of the House, asking, why aren't there uprisings all over the country? Morning Joe, the moron, regular Don Deutsch, was shown declaring that people need to start taking to the streets. And of course, the insane Representative Ayanna Presley, Democratic from Massachusetts, was shown making a similar claim during a recent MSNBC appearance. There needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as they're unrest in their lives, Presley said. Snoop Dogg shoots a clown resembling Trump in a music video. CNN's Cuomo primetime namesake, Chris Fredo Cuomo, was shown asking, where is says it say that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful? Followed by TBS, Samantha B, famously referring to Ivanka Trump as a feckless, you know what? MSNBC's Nicole Wallace and former Attorney General Eric Holder are also seen condoning violence during the two-minute-plus montage. CNN's Don Lamont, the most racist of all, makes an appearance as the far-left actor, psychotic Robert De Niro. Johnny Depp is then showing, asking, when was the last time an actor associated a president? Kathy Griffith's infamous photo shoot, in which she posed with a mock severed head of Trump. It's shown along with rapper Snoop Dogg using a toy gun to shoot a clown resembling the president, as I mentioned. Here's Madonna. I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House, she said. While Representative Ma Maxine Waters, a Democrat from California, most crooked criminal person in Congress, was shown urging supporters to harass members of the Trump administration wherever they are. Some of them call them protesters, others call them rioters. But to America's enlightened elites, there's only one word that will do. Heroes. They're insane. And like Batman, the Dark Knight, they are the heroes American liberals deserve. They're going to get what's coming to them. We will turn on them. There's an astonishing story in the Boston Globe Democrat. It's hard to imagine it appearing anywhere else, in which Newberry Street shop owners, hit by looters and vandals Sunday night, still stand by the protest heroes. They still glorified it. The rioters, the murderers, the looters. These stores were ransacked, and not for survival gear or basic, basic foodstuffs, but sneakers, coats, and luxury goods and items. No matter, the events on the streets in response to the killing of George Floyd are good, period. According to the Democrats and liberals, 
treating all cops like racist murderers, throwing bricks at them, shooting them, screaming in their faces, calling them pigs, because one bad cop in Minnesota uses badge to perpetrate horrific crime. Nine local police officers were injured trying to protect the lives and property of Bostonians. In Suffolk County District Attorney Rachel Rollins takes to the mic Monday to attack the cops as murderers. They have no chance anymore. Amid demonstrations, liberal elites praise violence, praise looting, praise homicides, protests too. There's a long history of violence among U.S. liberals. Whether it's real, the softball shooter against Republicans, or make believe the Kathy Griffin video, liberal violence in contemporary America is a fact. Recently on HBO's Real Time, Bill Maher had this to say about the attack on Republican legislators. We would never really think this would happen on the left. We think of it, the right, as the people who pick up guns and do crazy things like this. And that's just what they think, what they pretend to think, or they lie. Liberals are peaceful and conservatives are violent. It's exactly the opposite. Even those who take pride in their political incorrectness repeat it. But you don't have to be an American historian to know how little it holds up to facts. Last year at the school ball, America watched Beyonce's halftime tribute to the Black Panthers who loved their guns as much as any NRA, any NRA person, but used them enthusiastically for the wrong reasons. They were violent. The media did everything they could do to make us forget about Barack Obama's friendship with fellow Chicagoans Bill Ayers and Bernadine Dorn, both members of the bomb-wielding Weather Underground, Obama's buddies. This month, Puerto Rican Day Parade controversy resurrected the 70s leftist terrorist group, the FALN. Today we have the Antifa whose black mass image has become an emblem of America since 2017. And just last month, Obama appeared on video at the Songwriters Hall of Fame to help induct Jay-Z, who once wrote these lines in his song, Money, Cash, Hoes. Money, Cash, Hoes. Money, Cash, Chicks, What? Sex, Murder, Mayhem, Romance for the Street. Only a wife of mine is a life of crime. Jay, you have been inspiring, Obama said. So Obama's psychotic. Yes, he is. But he didn't mention how the millions of young who listen to Jay-Z and other rappers have been affected by lyrics, such as, Now if I kill you, I'd probably do 10 in the box. Come down on appeal, then I'm killing your pops. Obama likes this and congratulated him. Obama's a sick man. We have a genuine chicken or egg issue regarding Antifa and the Democratic Party's true believers. On the one hand, we have the violent liberal group Antifa, which exists to punish and hurt people for not believing, just as they do. No other reason. On the other, we have the Democratic Party and mainstream liberals who exist to punish and destroy people and companies for not sharing their opinions. It's now obvious Antifa and the Democratic Party represent the same disturbing agenda. They always have. Attack, defame, and attempt to destroy those who do not share your opinion. What happened to freedom of speech? What happened to the First Amendment? What happened to America? The only issue now is this. Who is influencing them? Whatever the answer, the party that insists it represents mainstream liberals has abandoned everything it once possibly even stood for. For quite some time now, the media has portrayed the anarchist group Antifa as a rogue group, not aligned with and certainly not a liberal group, while occasionally showing up with as an excuse to riot and attack the police for no reason. The tactic of threats, intimidation, disruption, obstruction, and violence is generally aimed at conservatives. 
Antifa demands censorship of those who don't conform and punishment of entities that dare to facilitate free speech. This is communism. This is not socialism. This is worse. This is one of the worst things in history. In between throwing balloon bombs of urine and feces and explosives at law enforcement, of course, the Democratic Party version of this is to demonize U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement Offices, as many in the party's leadership call for the dismantling of the agency itself. Just last week, California Democratic Party Chairman Eric Bauman learned burger restaurant chain In-N-Out had donated $25,000 to the California Republican Party. First national reaction of this man, who had attained the highest party office in the state the Democrats completely controlled politically, was of course to call for the destruction of the wildly successful California company, just because they made a donation. Let's destroy every, how about if they want to destroy every company that donated to the Democrats? Just five hours after a Kenosha police officer shot Jacob Blake, a sexual assault suspect who was armed with a knife and trying to kidnap his own children, possibly kill them by stealing his girlfriend's rental van, Video of the incident had circulated to point an angry mob had descended on Kenosha. Of course, do what you want, read a flyer that was widely disseminated on Facebook. It strangely led to no movement to kill Facebook because Parler was killed. F things up. No bad processes. No good cops. F Kenosha PD. F Madison PD. F Milwaukee PD. F Chicago PD. These are the statements. These are for the police that helped stop the riots, stop the violence. That, the Democrats don't want that. The flyer instructed the mob to meet in Kenosha at Madison at exactly 10.30 p.m. and to begin, well, effing things up. There was no ambiguity about this call. It was for violence. Law enforcement took it very seriously and closed all freeway exits to Kenosha to keep out-of-town rioters away. It didn't work, though. Kenosha was a powder keg ready to explode, and Governor Evers helped light the match. At exactly 10.35, five minutes after the riots were told to gather in Kenosha, he tweeted a staggeringly ill-informed, incendiary statement that all but justified the destruction that would inevitably follow. He promoted it. Tonight, Jacob Blake was shot in the back multiple times in broad daylight in Kenosha, Wisconsin, he said. While we do not have all the details yet, that's good. Why well, say something then? to incite violence. But we know for certain that he is not the first black man or person to have been shot or injured or mercilessly killed at the hands of individuals and law enforcement in every state in our country, not to mention the tens of thousands of people, black and white, that are killed for no reason and by unjustified murders every year. Evans admitted that he didn't know the facts of the case. Well, of course, that's the democratic way. They don't care about facts. But he judged the officer guilty anyway. That's not America. Innocent to proven guilty, but not with the Democrats and liberals. You're guilty. If you don't believe what they say, you're guilty. He was giving the green light for the righteous anger that, supposedly, that led to the burning cities across the nation for months after the death of George Floyd. Another criminal who they made a hero out of. Ridiculous. Evers knew, or reasonably should have known, that just three months after Floyd's death, the shooting of a black man would likely to lead to similar violence. Everybody could know that, to that in Minneapolis and across the country. But instead of calling for calm, he almost literally fanned the flames as, of course, Kenosha now started to burn. Never before in his time in office had ever issued a statement so late. So why is he referred to the merciless shooting of a black man at the exact moment that he knew or reasonably should have known 
rioters were gathered with the intent of destroying the city. Everyone knew. We stand with all those who have and continue to demand justice, equity, and accountability for black lives in our country, continued. This man is mentally ill, promoting violence to a tremendous extent. And at the exact moment he hit send, rioters demanded justice by looting businesses and burning a car dealership to the ground. He pushed the button, and they did it. The next day, while Kenosha lay in smoldering ruins and rioters pledged to return that night, Everett still refused to urge for calm and peaceful protest. No Democrats did. No liberals did. The closest he came was to wear your mask and keep social distance. That's right. Wear a mask, keep social distance while you're rioting, looting, and murdering. Social distance is not happening. Mask is good because then police can't tell who you are. Incredible. He didn't seem to care if Kenosha burned again. But he was not about to let a rioter catch COVID-19 if he could help it. Moron. During a disastrous inflammatory news conference, Evers allowed Lieutenant Governor Barnes to all but urge further destruction. This was not an accident, Barnes said. This wasn't bad police work. This felt like some sort of vendetta being taken out of a member of a community. The officer's deadly actions attempted to take a person's life in broad daylight. Come on, keep promoting violence. This is the democratic way. Barnes, too, admitted that he not know any of the relevant facts. Facts don't matter to Democrats and liberals of the Blake shooting. Pretty provocatively, and it turns out completely ignorantly, as usual with Democrats and liberals, know nothing, characterized it as a vendetta being taken out on a member of our community. Law enforcement agencies from across the state immediately recognized the potential for this sort of rhetoric to incite further violence and sent a letter to both Evers and Barnes to urge them to keep quiet before they provoked further mayhem. They worked, but they were intending to provoke further mayhem. This is the problem. Continuing pattern of statements and press releases based on opinion and unsubstantiated claims puts people's lives at risk. These are not peaceful protests. These are rioters, murderers, violence. Arsonists. There have already been two deaths and many injuries, the letter read. Continued remarks like those already made by each of you have also put the lives of law enforcement officers, National Guardsmen, and the public at risk. Law enforcement recognized then what all of us must recognize now. Evers and Barnes were openly inciting violence. The Democrats and liberals are openly inciting violence. And now they must pay for it just as Trump is paying for a supposed incitement. Trump didn't incite anything. If Trump was impeached, even after he urged peaceful demonstrations, and certainly a recall effort against both an Evers and Barnes isn't just justified, it's necessary. Putting them in prison and jail is necessary. After all, House Democrats have lied and said that incendiary speech that leads to violence cannot and will not be tolerated. And now in Wisconsin, Democrats have a duty to follow the same standard and call for both Evers and Barnes, immediate resignations and imprisonment for inciting days of widespread violence and destruction in Kenosha. If Barnes and Ever do not resign or go to prison, then it must be assumed that Democrats will join in a recall effort against them. After all, this is the standard for incitement that they support now, isn't it? No. They support incitement and violence. Mob violence is never an acceptable form of political expression. It shouldn't matter what kind of signs the mob carries before they become violent. Violence is violence. Murder is murder. Incitement is incitement. There's no acceptable basis for mob violence in this country for political purposes. What worries some, including myself, is that four years of anti-Trump resistance, coupled with the George Floyd nonsense demonstrations, 
They have normalized protest mayhem, setting the stage for an equal and opposite reaction on the right. History, especially the history of the 20th century, teaches that thuggery brings more thuggery, that street fighting begets stormtroopers. When a significant segment of the political order rationalizes, to say nothing of encourages riot, arson, and looting, there is no reason to expect an opposing factor to respond any way than in kind. This is what they want. This was Charles Manson's helter-skelter theory. And this is what the Democrats and liberals are promoting. It's exactly the same. No difference. Businesses took the brunt of the summer rioting. The federal installations also were targeted. The federal courthouse in Portland, Oregon was beset for weeks by protesters who tried to set fire to the building. Kamala Harris was accused of enabling protesters in June by encouraging contributions to the Minnesota Freedom Fund to help post bail. She did. For those protesting on the ground, they were arrested and let out the same day. That's our now vice president did that. And 13 Biden campaign staffers reportedly donated to the fund. This is just incredible. Why aren't these people in jail? He's vice president. You need to notice the consequence of this, but instead you had people like Kamala Harris running around raising bail to get people back out on the streets as fast as possible. They took policy positions that there should be no cash bail to make sure that these people got out as quickly as possible. That's insanity. There are consequences to those types of actions, but the media doesn't report it. Not Aging Well was a June monologue also by liberal CNN host Chris Cuomo again in which he said, too many see the protest as a problem. No, the problem is what forced your fellow citizens to take to the streets. They're not protests. They're violent riots. Chris, Como, Fredo, get some smarts. Well, that may be too much to ask of you. Just stop lying. And please show me where it says the protest is supposed to be polite, remember? That's what he said. And peaceful, because I can show you that outraged citizens are the ones who have made America what she is and led to major milestones, he said. Cuomo said that. They're here to yell, criticize, blame, and shame. What he didn't say, but which he also includes, is a riot, burn, loot, and murder. In the District of Columbia alone, vandals defaced more than a dozen national mon- monuments memorials, pulled down statues, set fire to St. John's Episcopal Church, Painted defund the police on 16th Street Northwest without a permit. Broke windows and looted dozens of retails in city center D.C. Farragut Square in Georgetown. After months in which BLM, mobs, and Antifa attacked by a federal courthouse in Portland, throwing fireworks and shining lasers in the eyes of law enforcement personnel as well, toppling statues across the country, burning, looting, and injuring hundreds of police officers, the Democrats and their media are suddenly outraged. How in the midst of all this rioting can anyone get the idea that rioting is okay? But the Democrats and liberals do. And it's now obvious Democrats and liberals are inciting, pushing, and promoting this violence. I'll tell you one thing. It has to stop. It takes a strange act of the mind to overlook leftist violence in the American recent past and now present. And we can't allow it to happen.